And we're back with another episode. We'll take the wheel. I'm your humble host, as always, Ben Ajayi. Now, if you missed the last episode, please make sure you go back and listen to it because the month of September, we are celebrating the dash. And trust me when I say you do not want to miss out on this celebration. Now, before we get into the episode, I wanted to share a little update on a better connection. The online survey about our bus system redesign closed August 31st of this year. Now, some of you may ask me what's next. Well, our team will use your feedback to develop a series of alternatives for Trinity Metro Transit Network. We will then ask for feedback from the public and strategic partners on the alternatives. If you would like to know more about this project, please make sure you visit ridetrinitymetro.org ABC. Now let's get this party started. These last two episodes celebrating the Dash have been filled with amazing guests, and the following is no exception. In case you didn't know, the Dash was a project that was founded by many community partners, including the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth. Today, one of their own is here to join in this celebration. Dustin Van Orn is a manager of strategic marketing and visitor services at the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth, where he has worked for the last 18 years. He is also the current board chair of the Cultural District Alliance, which is dedicated to promoting and preserving Fort Worth's cultural district. Dustin, thank you to joining me on We'll Take the Wheel. Absolutely, I'm happy to be here. Uh, as I mentioned in my introduction, uh, the DASH is a project that was founded by many community partners. How has the modern and the cultural district benefited from this addition to public transit? So we're obviously a great local resource for people around the city to come and visit and experience this incredible collection of, of modern and contemporary art. But we're also uh, a... Um, international destination for tourists from all over the world. So um, one of the things that we really wanted to provide is, and, and what we saw in the Dash as an opportunity was a connection from uh, downtown to the cultural district for tourists to kind of feel like that this is a, um, a bus system specifically for them, um, but also uh, an easy you know, direct connection for people that are moving around the city that may not necessarily, um, you know, it's it's every 15 minutes, it's an opportunity for people to jump on the bus, move around the cultural district. So um, while it is really great for tourists, it's also, we felt like it's also a great opportunity for, for people that are just moving around, maybe coming in off of the TRE um, from the mid cities or even from the big D uh, that's like, you know, as much as we can get them over here and make them feel comfortable without having to drive through, you know, the mess of traffic, um, it gives them an opportunity to just hop on, hop off around the cultural district. So that was really our, our open goal. And it's been a huge success. Uh, speaking of that, since you are very involved in that area, What's been uh, some of the feedback that you've heard in regards to the dash so far? Um, you know, the big thing is, is that, you know, a lot of the restaurants downtown or a lot of the restaurants here in the cultural district have seen, um, obviously, uh, when everybody was feeling a lot more comfortable going to restaurants, yeah, um, yeah. that people saw this as an opportunity to use, you know, that the downtown business audience could just jump on to the bus, come down here for lunch, um, and then quickly get back and not have to deal with traffic and parking. Um, 
And so that was a huge benefit um, or something that we saw significantly. Um, and then, you know, one of the other things that we we really didn't realize it was going to be a huge draw was um, when Dickie's Arena opened, oh, yeah. we started to see a ton of people that would go to dinner in the core of West 7th um, at a restaurant. And then because the dash goes directly to the front door of Dickie's Arena, they would hop on, go to their event, um, and then maybe go back over for a nightcap or something like that over in the um, in the entertainment area of West Seventh. So um, it it has really been surprising how people use it, um, and and I mean intentionally that was the way that it was designed, but use it to kind of move around the cultural district as opposed to it being a single destination uh, transit option. Right. And I'm not sure you know this, but uh, Trinity Metro is actually right in the middle of our system redesign. So what are some things you would like to see in the near future in regards to transit in the city? Um, you know what? Again, it's really weird. This you know, the dash has been open, has been running for almost exactly a little yeah. over a year right now. Right. And so we yeah. had like four months of introduction before the pandemic <laughs> happened. Um, and, and the things that we saw were people were starting to use it and starting to really get really comfortable in it. And obviously it's, it's, there's a huge challenge now that this pandemic has happened. Um, but the, the ridership and what we, the, the trajectory that we saw a trajectory that we saw was super promising. And so I think it would be really awesome to see this kind of system expanded around the city, to see these kind of circulators um, kind of lean heavy um, because I think that people really do engage with that kind of branded, like, oh, this is the bus that's just going to get me to the near South side, or it's going to get me to the stockyards. Um, and then you know, again, like having that connectivity between the two with the ITC is super important. Um, so those, those are really exciting. And then, you know, just expanded expanded service would be awesome. Um, one of the things that we're starting to see is more people moving into the cultural district. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And the more we can incentivize that transit between downtown and the cultural districts might help the growth of business um, and that business traffic. Because right now the, the the dash starts around 9:45, I think, um, which misses that early morning commute. Um, so uh, that'd be super cool to see. Um, obviously, we've got to get past the whole uh, the whole pandemic before we can start to see that expansion. But um, those would be kind of the future plans, I think. Oh, absolutely. And now you can't say the modern because <laughs> I knew you would probably say that, but what would you recommend is your favorite spot along the dash route and where would you recommend people going? Um, obviously, I'm, I'm predisposed <laughs> to my own institution, but I think that we've got three amazing art museums in a row and the dash serves each of them directly. Um, and right now, like the museums are really great um, space to to kind of socially distance and and uh, experience something that is a relatively safe uh, way to experience, but also um, you know it's a, it's not it's not too far of a walk, but there's gonna you can walk over to the botanic gardens um, easily from the dash spot uh, or dash stop. Um, the science and history is open. So all of the cultural institutions, but then also we've got tons of great restaurants and things like that that are starting to reopen. Um, you know, the governor's orders just opened back up to 75% capacity. 
Um, so there are some great outdoor patios, dining options, and things like that to, to experience as well. Since you mentioned the modern, uh, the museum actually opened its doors on July 1st. So what's new at the museum? What are some of the new guidelines that visitors might expect when visiting? Sure. We, um, so we opened, like you said, July 1st with um, an extended run of our Mark Bradford exhibition. So we've got a really incredible exhibition by a California artist named Mark Bradford, who is probably one of the most important contemporary artists working today. Um, and uh, that exhibition goes on through January 10th of 2021. And so there's plenty of time to get here and see it. Um, and, you know, we think that it's a, like I said, it's a relatively safe space to be in. Um, there's a lot of space to move around. Uh, you don't, it's not very congested. Um, it's a big open environment, um, high ceilings and things like that. Um, we do require masks, um, you know, standard social distancing requests, um, things like that. But again, it's a, uh, it's a great place to be, um, especially, you know, when, with all of this going on, uh, you don't have to be in a, in a very crowded space kind of thing. So. Gotcha. And, uh, by chance, does Martyr have anything, uh, cool lined up, uh, uh, from now up until the end of the year? Um, so yeah, we're, uh, if you come down here right now during the daytime, you'll see our crews out on the lawn, uh, installing our lights, um, every year for the last few years, we've been, uh, wrapping, uh, trees around the property and, and, uh, led lights. Uh, so it'll be a really, that that'll happen in November. We'll, um, we'll unveil our annual, um, uh, modern lights, um, kind of spectacular, uh, around the campus. And so again, it's an outdoor event, outdoor activity that you can, you can experience. Um, and then, uh, our movies, our movie theater just reopened with limited capacity. Um, and so we're going to be showing films on the weekends, like we used to, uh, um, and that started last weekend and, and we'll be doing that, uh, ongoing, uh, with first release, uh, independent art house films. Uh, at the in the auditorium. Sounds good. Now, if you want to find more about the modern and their current and future exhibits, please visit modern.org. And don't forget that the museum is located off the dash stop at Langster and Van Cleburne. So you don't even have to drive to get there. Now, before we finish, Dustin, I am obligated to ask this question that I've asked all of my guests. What advice can you give those listeners who have never used public transit that are a little bit hesitant on trying it? Um, it's absolutely, especially in a city of our size, it's such an important part. Um, congestion just keeps growing and it's, uh, it's a, it's a safe, uh, incredibly easy experience. Uh, and, um, the, the, all of the drivers are, drivers are super helpful and there's apps and things like that, that the, that Trinity Metro puts out. So, um, if you're feeling a little bit, uh, unsure there's there's plenty of information and every driver that i've ever been on every bus that i've ever been on has been super accommodating and helpful so if you have questions just ask destin thank you so much i'm i know you're a busy man so thank you so much for joining us here today absolutely i'm happy to be here You may have been spending more time at home, and that's okay. We get it. While you've been staying in, did you know your favorite places have been missing you? The retail shops, 
the restaurants, and of course, Sundance Square. They've missed you. What about the West 7 Corridor and all the activities and entertainment? They've missed you too. And who could forget such old friends as the Modern Art Museum, the Kimball Museum, and of course, the Amon Carter Museum. They're all looking forward to seeing you soon. And maybe with a bit more space and a few new face accessories as you prepare to reacquaint with old friends and familiar places. The Dash is ready to get you there. You see, we've been missing you too. We are here to deliver you safely to your destination. So when you're ready, we'll be here to take you to Dash and rediscover your favorite places. Welcome back. Now, my next guest is a Fort Worth native. You've seen all over Trini Metro social media, Christopher Clements. Christopher is a videographer who has worked closely with Trini Metro for the past year on our series of videos about the dash. Chris describes himself as a dad, outdoor enthusiast, and a camera geek. Please join me in welcome Chris Clements to Will Take the Will. Thank you, Chris, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Ben. I appreciate it. I mentioned in my introduction that you've been a star in the series of videos featuring the dash, but please tell us more about yourself. Uh, well, I am a videographer and I kind of uh, started making uh, videos. I made one video for the uh, Trinity Metro text rail and then uh, that kind of snowballed into doing videos for the dash. And uh, I work mainly with um, different real estate companies to do real estate photography, videography. And then um, I've been working slowly with um, a few local nonprofit organizations to do uh, kind of bring awareness to that. Now, many of y'all may not know this, but our team found Chris because he took a trip to the airport on TextRail and made a video about it. This video is actually one of our most watched videos on his YouTube channel and Trini Metro social media. So if you haven't watched it, please make sure you go and do that. But Chris, what do you like most about Trini Metro's transportation services, especially the Dash, since you've been on it so many times? Um, well, um, I've, I became a really big fan of public transportation whenever I took my wife and daughter on a trip to New York City. Um, we, um, we bought the little weekly pass to drive the subways to get around town. And I just thought, man, how cool would it be to just not even own a car and just, just you know, take the, the public transportation around town? And I mean, we got everywhere we needed to go. It was super smooth, super easy. And um, so I, that's what's really drawn me to it is that I really, really like the idea of just not owning a car, not driving anywhere, just being able to just hop on. It's, you know, and, and uh, so that, that's kind of what's drawn me to it. And then my favorite thing about the dash is I love that you can get anywhere between downtown 7th Street, the museums. You know, there's so much right there. There's, you know, restaurants, there's the museums, there's, you know, you can go to the Bass Hall even. You can catch a movie. You can, you can do any and everything. All Everything that we that is Fort Worth is right there. Now that is very true. And since you have been working on the Dash videos, I'm sure you've gotten a chance to interact with some of our customers. How would you describe the public's reaction to this big red electric bus? Oh, <laughs> first, anytime I'm ever on 7th Street, you see the Dash <laughs> bus because it is huge and it is red. You usually see it twice if you're driving down 7th Street, once coming and once going. Um, but I've seen, uh, it's, uh, 
it's been very positive. All everybody that I ever encounter on the dash, I'm a uh, a naturally talkative person. So you know, whenever I get on the bus, I'm you know, how's your day? Or I start talking to the bus driver. And uh, every time I've been on the dash, the bus drivers have been fantastic. I really get to know them, and they're just super cool people. And it's just a really great, fun experience. And it's never you never get on the bus and sit in silence you know there's always some kind of conversation with a, a total stranger somebody that you've never met and you you just find find common ground and everybody just has a good time while while you're going from downtown to seventh or back wherever well that's definitely good to hear that was definitely one of the uh goals when we uh envisioned the dash but since you are a fort worth native we'll love to hear from you whether we've been doing a good job or not and <laughs> <laughs> please be truthful. You can be very truthful. This is a safe space, so please feel free. And then also, uh, how has public transportation changed in Fort Worth over the years? Um, I think it's gotten a whole lot. Um, I think it's gotten a whole lot safer. I think I don't. I don't, I, I I think growing up, I didn't really know a whole lot about, you know, taking the bus or taking the train. I don't. I don't even think the trains were around back then, um, or at least not that I know of, um, because I just wrote. I drove everywhere. And it never dawned on me to take a bus. So I didn't take a bus until I was a, a grown up. And, uh, and, but whenever I did take a bus, finally, I was, you know, it was just like, oh, this is, this is great. I'm not, you know, what, what have I been missing? This is fantastic. You know, it's just been a, every time I've ever been on one, it's a positive experience. Absolutely. Cause I would definitely agree with you because I moved out here in 2009 and I didn't realize there was a train from Fort Worth to Dallas until. 2016 <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know so I'm, I'm definitely with you on that just not even knowing that we had this available you know here in texas we're just so used to driving all everywhere so that's what i was accustomed to doing so i definitely understand where you're coming from with that yeah exactly and then you know with the with the train that goes from fort worth to dallas i mean why would anybody even want to drive all the way to dallas and then drive all the way back when you could just sit in a comfortable you know in a comfortable train and just go over there, hop off, do what you need to do, have a great time, come on back. Absolutely, especially around fair time. Oh, <laughs> oh, big time! That's exactly that's exactly the best time to go. Absolutely. Now, I actually have a story to share with our listeners about you, uh, because when Chris started working with our team on the Dash video series, he actually came up with a great idea. He wanted to take his wife on a surprise date night along the Dash route and make a video of it. And he did. So thank you, Chris, for making it easy for everyone to plan a date. And if you haven't seen that, once again, go check out that video and you can stop by Chris's YouTube channel or Trinity Metro's Facebook page and check it out. So, uh, Chris, let me ask you, what has been your favorite trip or favorite destination along the Dash route so far? OK, my favorite destination along the Dash route so far has been um, where you get dropped off near the museums and then going to the Kimball for lunch the Kimball Art Museum not a lot of people know that they have a great lunch spot really see I didn't I I'm one of those people I definitely didn't know that if you ever get a chance go have lunch at the Kimball go see Chef Peter and uh you can even tell him I sent you it won't, uh -oh. he might you know he might <laughs> he might just give you a high five but <laughs> he'll at least know that I sent somebody <laughs> oh yeah I'm then I'm that means I'm definitely name dropping thank you for telling me that <laughs> So, Chris, can you tell us about uh, one of your most memorable experiences on the Dash? Uh, let's see. Most memorable experience on the Dash was probably meeting 
I believe his name was Rick on the dash. I ended up talking to him for the entire ride. He's one of the bus drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I got to know, I got to know him so well. I, I found out that he, um, he loves to sing. Um, he started a band and just, you know, got, got to know him that way. And I ended up giving him my, my cell phone number and I still talk to him. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, re- that's really cool. Um, and I know earlier you mentioned, um, how for one, you're uh, a huge advocate for public transit and you recently, you know, in your adult years started using it a little bit more. Um, has your, could you touch on a little bit more? Has your perception changed at all of public transit just as a whole, since you have been using it more frequently in your uh, adult years? Oh, big time, big time. Um, like I said, you know, back when I was younger, maybe early twenties, even, even teenage years, you know, that was, that was a time when, driving everywhere was what you what you're what you're kind of supposed to do especially here just because everything's so spread out and far away um and now that i'm getting older you know i trust i put a lot more trust into i mean i think we all do as a whole we put a lot more trust into someone else driving i mean there's uber there's lyft there's all this stuff and uh, and you know i've got a i've got a nephew who's 16 and i remember being 16 thinking I need to get my driver's license so that I can oh, yeah. drive. And he's 16 and he's like, no, I don't need a driver's license. He doesn't need a driver's license at all. He doesn't want one. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot more trust that I think everybody kind of inherently puts into um, public transportation and Uber and Lyft. So, I mean, it's just kind of everything, everything's evolving toward that. And I can't wait until it becomes so popular that it reaches more than just the 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 few places that it does reach absolutely and since we're running out of time but before we finish i have just a couple more questions for you and you do an amazing job for us and we can't be selfish now so if any of our listeners want to work with you how can they contact you and what other services do you offer um let's see um you can go to my website it's cj clements films.com and uh you can there's a contact me area on that and it also has a link for my YouTube channel and Facebook. Um, and what was the rest of that? I forgot what you said. <laughs> no, it was just uh, well, all the services that you offer. Oh, um, I do videography and photography. So any any and everything that's, that's encompassing under that umbrella, um, I really like to stretch my legs creatively. So if it's something that I'm not, that I've never done before, I really try to jump at the opportunity to do it just so that I could stretch my legs crea- creatively and, uh, and give it a go. Uh, and also, uh, do you have any words of wisdom to any of our listeners who are kind of uh, a little antsy or on the fence about giving public transit a try? Oh man, the, the, the best piece of advice I can give is just to try it, actually commit to go make a day of it, take your wife on a date, even like I did, you know, just, just find a way to try it, go park somewhere and then jump on the dash bus at any one of there. There's all over 7th street, all over downtown. There's a, a ton of bus stops, just park, hop on it, and just take a ride and then get off back at your car. Even, you know, that's the best way to do it. See where all it takes you. Oh, and you'll, you'll find out that you can go to a, a ton of places throughout 7th Street and downtown. I mean, if you live on 7th Street and you live in downtown, you can get to either one of those spots without ever having to get in your car. Well, 
Y'all heard it from the man himself. Chris, unfortunately, we're out of time, but we really appreciate you taking the time to share your experience with us. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I know we appreciate you. Please make sure you subscribe to Chris's YouTube channel and Trini Metro's Facebook page so you can see more of Chris's adventure while riding the dash. We'll be right back after this break. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Zip in, zip south. Trinity Metro Zip Zone, powered by VIA, is an affordable and convenient on-demand rideshare solution now serving the near south side area. Use Zip Zone to grab lunch, shop, or run an errand, and don't worry about parking. You can also use this service to connect with Trinity Metro TexRail or seven Trinity Metro bus routes. For more information, please visit ridetrinitymetro.org slash zipzone. I don't know about y'all, but I've had an amazing time with our guests today. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and celebrating with us. Over the past year, things have certainly changed. The COVID-19 pandemic has changed our world and our communities and forced us to rethink our lives overnight. We understand that you're spending more time at home and that's okay. But please know that when you're ready to visit all of your favorite places, the Dash and Trinity Metro will be there to deliver you safely. Now, next week, we'll talk about the big elephant in the room, <laughs> COVID-19. Now, I promise you, I promise the episode will be something that you will truly enjoy. We have a very special guest from the Modern Art Museum joining us to talk about an initiative that the museum is collaborating on in response to the pandemic. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast and get the notification when our next episode comes out. Until next time, thank you so much for joining me today.